0: Here's your host, William Tincop.
1: right, so we talked about quantity Mm -hmm. drives quality, which I know a lot of people are going to clash with you on that one, right? Sure, as they should. But you go through this whole conference bit, you go through the experience, you bring the cardboard box, you do all this fun stuff. You drive 700 people to your booth over, you know, a day or so. You have a lot of leads. Right. What does a marketer do with those leads? How can they be more effective? I have never heard of, or maybe I have once or twice, but I haven't heard very many stories of success from conference leads.
0: Well, the the thing is, is first of all, you've already built, before the conference, you've built... uh, Four or five different campaigns. Uh, people that you wish you would have met but didn't. Right. And you have their data. Uh, people that you did meet, and you can there's a campaign cadence for that. People that you you got their data, but maybe you didn't have a conversation with. Uh, etc. So you're parsing and once you get that data, it's not just one Excel spreadsheet. It is, but the way you mark it is it's the different. way you code it and put it into HubSpot right. or whatever. And they get a different cadence, and it's got to be spot on. It, like you, like I, I get this all the time. I go to a conference as a speaker, and uh, and I'll get the follow up email that from some vendor that say, "Hey, it was great that you were at so and so conference. You know, we'd like to talk to you." I'm like, "Have you looked at my LinkedIn profile?" Yeah. Like, like it really isn't that difficult to just type in 10 cup" into Google. So um, that's where that's where it doesn't work when you treat everybody the same. Right. That 85,000 people get the same email. You need, there's a treatment and, and marketers need to be diligent with salespeople. Who'd you talk to? Who did you have a demo with? You know, who did you, who did you want to, but for whatever reason, schedule wise couldn't. Right. So you start parsing that out and they get different content. Hey, we missed you. We wanted to talk to you. We know we had something scheduled and, you know, schedules get crazy at conferences we'd still like to talk with you and, you know, here's a link to some other content, et cetera, but it's right. personal. Like we wanted to meet with you. We had something scheduled. It didn't work out. That's okay. Things don't work out, but we'd like to pick that back up. That's not a, that's not a generalized message. Right. And like that vendor in, in the example that I just gave could have said to me in that email, Hey, I know you're a speaker, at so-and-so conference. Yeah. but You're also kind of a person that knows a lot of this stuff. If you ever know of anybody that needs, you know, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, you know, do me a favor. Cause you know, I think you're awesome. Uh, just, just throw us into the, you know, the mix. And, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be, you know, happy for that. Like that's a great email campaign. And again, it can be a
1: cadence to just speakers. Right. You know, It's, it's an interesting, interesting take. So, let me, let me let me ask you this. Sure. A, at the booth, some companies do different things, right? You have your marketers, you have product people, some mm-hmm. have sales people. I, I have some thoughts on on how to keep things organized, but I understand sometimes you get 100 people at one time, well, right. maybe not, but you, you right. get a bunch of people and you can't always take good notes. How does a vendor at a booth maintain the quality of their data? Mm-hmm throughout the flow of the day so they can go back and create this process?
0: Well, I, th- I think, first of all, Ryan, I think that it's, it's, it's all about organization. So let's say there's four salespeople mm-hmm. and two marketers and then, a, you know, an admin or a generalist or, or marketing coordinator. Someone has to be the general on data. Right. And that person, when we've met with somebody, what was done? Was it a demo? did they spend an hour at our booth? If they spent an hour at our booth and they looked at all the software, we don't need to send them a generic email about right. like what we do. Right. Like in fact, to do so offends them. Right. Right. So someone's going to be the data general at the conference. It's got to be Bill or Susie or whomever. And they're walking around talking to every single person. Who'd you just talk to? Great. Well, was talked about right. and market. And again, you can have a couple categories there. Like we did a mm-hmm. demo or they want to schedule a demo or they're in a contract right now for three years, but they love us. You know, like you can put, mm-hmm. make it several categories, but it's one person's responsibility. And they can do that on an iPad. They can do it in a lot right. of different ways. And and really, you know, I've seen people do kind of old school stuff. They just take a picture of your badge. Right. And then write notes, uh, yeah. you know. I mean, and a, like, lot, and a lot of events have the yep. the codes now. A little scanner. Yeah. but. The, the the essence of what you're saying is back to how do you program after the conference? You don't program after the conference.
1: You program before.
0: You program before, and then you just slide those people in to what categories do they fit. Right. And then your cadence goes off. Right.
1: So So let's talk about taking advantage of customers at an event mm-hmm. versus prospects at an event versus just foot traffic that comes in. And I know it's difficult. To know mm-hmm. who is who and who's going to be where. Sure, sure. Um, but I know that we've come across this before, and we've worked with our yep, clients yep. on this same process. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on on how can a how can a, an events team set themselves up to say target their top two hundred prospects or sales targets that are going to be or potentially be at the event?
0: Right. So having your customers. In in successive order. So again, your one of your customers can't be there for eight hours. Mm-hmm. So let's say they have one hour slots, right? But you have your booth with one customer or two customers the entire time, and you essentially make them the draw, right? That's uh, Elton John, their Sting. Here's you know here's Paul mm-hmm. McCartney, mm-hmm. etc. And then you market it like that. Hey, if you want to talk to Paul McCartney. He's going to be here from two to three on Tuesday. And the best thing you can do with prospects and customers is get out of the way. Right. Like you don't have to stand there. You don't have to talk. You don't have to show them anything. Uh, It is a, a, a fallacy to think that you have to do anything other than just put them together and get out of the way. Right. So when you're dealing with prospects and, and, and customers, it's real simple. You market, you, you know, get your customers. These are people that love you already, mm-hmm. and uh, get get them signed on to do a bit. And they don't have to wear your shirt. Like be right. be you. In fact, wear if you're from Caterpillar, wear your Caterpillar shirt. Right. Um, be you, because that's who they're coming to see. They're not coming to see us. Again, right. getting back right. to that theme of it's not about us. It's about practitioners. Um, and and then just market that schedule. Of hey, if you want to see these people come by, you know, booth five twenty seven. Now that's one thing you, you mentioned booth traffic mm-hmm. in general. So the best thing you can do with booth traffic is, and even in a high volume environment, is what would you like? What would you? What's your? You know, what would you like out of this experience? Are you are you just here for the Chotsky? Cool, great. Taking it and get out of here. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> no, seriously, like. you you, you, your kids love the little yeah the 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 glow
1: hands cool i know somebody like that i i
0: i'm one of those people i'm looking at i know i know (laughs) i'm one of those i look at conference gear so much differently now because my kids are at a certain age so and i I don't think i'm different than a lot of people Mm -hmm. that go to conferences quite frankly but if that's all they want is a chotsky dude great like don't be mad and don't be offended that they don't want to do a demo. And don't scan their badge and, and put them into a bunch of marketing that they never are going to act on. Right. Give them the Chotsky. Like, if if they say, hey, I don't have time to do a demo right now, but I'm, I've heard really good things about your software, mark that appropriately. Right. And then, you know, hey, we talked. I know you want to do a demo. Paul agreed that he would like to do this mm-hmm. demo because he has a healthcare background. You're in healthcare. Well, let's get that together. Right. Done. Like, asking everyone that comes to your booth, what would you like out of this experience? You're going to be here for a moment in time. What would you like? You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at (laughs) recruitingdaily.com.